Glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I am Jared. Hey Jared, how's it going? Ooh, boy, not so good, my friend. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, uh, as you know, I live in Texas, right? Uh-huh. As you know, Texas is very, very hot. Uh-huh. What you don't know is that yesterday my AC stopped working. Oh. So, uh, yeah, luckily someone's coming to fix it to, like, this afternoon, but, yeah, I had a real bad night, and I'm a, I'm basically Ooh. living in a sauna right now, so. Ooh. Sucks. <laughs> Brutal. Got yeah. wind, you got, do you have fans? Yeah, I have every fan going, but, like, um, I'm in a two-story house, and it doesn't oh, help yeah. that the, my office is on the second floor, and, you know, because no. heat rises, so it's, like, five more degrees up here than down there, so. No yeah. fun. No fun. But no hopefully fun. they'll, uh, like, luckily they, I called them yesterday and they're like, okay, we can get somebody out tomorrow. And hopefully that's by tonight good. it'll all be fixed. But yeah, that's uh, that's no good. Oof. Oof. You sound sticky. You sound sweaty. Yeah, I, I am sticky and I'm sweaty and I'm <laughs> wearing as little clothes as I possibly can. It's, <laughs> it's no Atta good. boy. <laughs> well, what about uh, you? I why? assume you're not as sticky. <laughs> Not as sticky. Uh, it is. Uh, it's. Uh, it's a sunny, sunny, sunny right now. It is. Haha. <laughs> nice. It's sixty nine degrees. Nice. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, it's beautiful here. I am a little uh, sleep deprived at the moment. I just could not get to sleep last night. I was just up until at least four in the morning, four thirty in the morning, just aggressively not sleeping uh, i i hate that efforts yeah when you when it's you're not you don't like stay up because you're doing something you just are you know unable you 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 fail at sleeping or falling asleep yeah yeah, yeah. i hate that <laughs> uh yeah yeah it was it was the sun was coming up by the time i got to sleep because if the sun Ooh. also rises at like four thirty five in the morning here that's um, no good yeah, and as I was getting to sleep, a bird outside my window decided that was the best time to like start calling out for all the other birds to come <laughs> hang out. Just it was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, but I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, there's worse things in the world, like you know, sweltering in. How hot is it there? Uh, I just checked. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Do you know? In I said I ran. Iraq the other day it got up to 126 degrees Jesus Christ yeah Oof. yeah and it's not even like full on summer yet yeah. it's, I can't remember it was like the hottest it was the hottest temperature on earth at the time and shit like that it was, it's yeah wow wow yeah yeah <sighs> been playing anything no, no. Uh, yeah, honestly, no. Haven't done anything new. Haven't started anything new. Nice. What about you? I started a V Rising. I am unfamiliar with this game. It's uh, it's it's like it's it's like a survival game, survival adventure game. You're a vampire who's woken up after hundreds of years of sleep or something, because vampires used to rule the land, and so you roam around and you like build your castle and you fight people and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not wowed by it. I'm oh, not, okay. uh, yeah. Not super into it. There's just, it doesn't have the magic that like something like Valheim had, where it felt like I was entering into a new and different world. This feels like a video game. 
Is this a newer uh, title? It's a newer title. It's still in early access. To oh, be okay. Fair. It's still okay. very much in early access. Um, but I mean, when Valheim came out in early access, it was <gasps> so. But you know, not everything can be, you know, the best. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's the the dash mechanic. It's one of those games where the dash is like on a long timer because it has like extra bonus abilities. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want that. Just give me a quick dash. Give me a quick dash. That's all I need. Quick dashes anyway. are the best. <laughs> quick dashes are the best. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> and that's about it. That is, um, yeah. I went to a Renaissance festival this uh, last weekend. Very nice. Here in town. Yeah, it was a one-day Renaissance festival. I got all gussied up, went out there, had a good time. Apparently, there's a group of people that meet here every Tuesday. And so I'm going to maybe go start hanging out with some nerds. going to kick in the door and be like, what up, nerds? I want to craft with you. That... I, I, I am I am genuinely interested in that, but I also do not want to pass up your brilliant segue that you tried to sneak in there. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask more questions, but I, I don't want to... That, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Tell me more Speaking about uh, kicking in the door. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, beautiful. That was the segue. My bad. Speaking of, speaking of beautiful, uh, we have the honor and privilege of hosting two of the most beautiful game developers in the world, um, members of the Free Lives crew, who are riding, as the French say, high on the hog with the recent announcement of their hot new property, Angerfoot. Ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast, Robbie Fraser and Luke Walters of Free Lives. Ooh, thanks for having us. Hey, hey. Hi, guys. We're excited to have you here. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. It's good to hear you're playing V Rising. Yeah, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I really like it. I really like it. You kind of get over the dash mechanic starts to make sense later on as you get more dashes okay nice maybe that's what i'm missing then you playing you got a group you have a server yeah we got a pvp server there's about our clan is too big so we had to like spill over into an additional clan and now the pvp server is a little bit um lopsided Like, like it's just all one team down. <laughs> yeah, basically, we're just a group of bullies. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so the, the, the same as every day then. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I think about you guys, I definitely think about mean-spirited bullies. Let me tell you. <laughs> sarcasm. It was sarcasm. <laughs> I'm not sure what reads right now because I'm very sleep-deprived. We weren't sure because Agrifoot isn't a game about uh, uh, not a bully. Agrifoot is not a bully game. Uh, well, no, I, I definitely think it's like close to bully. So I was like, maybe, maybe <laughs> we are just bullies and we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. Bullies don't think that. Like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching I Peacemaker. <laughs> I don't know if you watched Peacemaker at all. Oh With yeah, John Cena. John Cena. It's incredible, and he's like. Yeah. He's like playing a bully. He's learning that he's like a bad person and a bully. Oh, nice. I haven't seen it. 
He's a lovely guy, though. John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. So, gentlemen, would you care to tell our lovely audience at home what the hell Angerfoot is? Sure. Bobby, yeah. Do you want to... <laughs> um, Try? <laughs> Angerfoot is kind of a silly, fever dream first-person shooter where you just hate doors, uh, so you kick them down, you bust into a room, you like, shoot a bunch <laughs> of crocodiles in the head uh, while like hardcore music blasts in your ears, and then you just rampage through to the next room uh, until you die and uh, aforementioned crocodiles like twerk over your corpse. <laughs> I really do love the dancing. Yeah, I really want to... After you die. I really want to get even more dancers in there. I love it. Yes, more dances. I'm looking forward to getting to, uh, for all of us, getting to cosplay some uh, some anger foot. Oh, uh, that would make my day, honestly. I'd love to see cosplay. We should do a live action trailer. Some green. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a belt buckle mounted camera. Oh, man. It's a little <laughs> like a dick camera. It's, I don't know if that's. <laughs> That's the the best part. I think we should just mount the camera directly <laughs> on the foot. You know, just sort of peering over the toes. Oh. <laughs> a foot yeah. person camera. The first <laughs> FPS. <laughs> FPS. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a foot person shooter. Right, I see. FPK. First person kicker. FPK. Foot person, person kicker. Foot person. <laughs> so a lot of folks have compared the game to uh, <laughs> to a first person shooter hotline Miami. Yeah, we get we get that a lot, and it's our own fault really. When we when we first started out the project, uh, well the project's file was actually like called as a joke hotline Amsterdam because it was supposed to be just like <laughs> hotline Miami if it happened in a back alley in Europe, but. Um, it's kind of grown up since then, and I think there's a lot of Hotline Miami in it still, but uh, it's mm. definitely become its own thing. It's it's way weirder than Hotline Miami, and that's yeah. that's saying so something. So I I, I, w- I want to set the record straight <laughs> with the Hotline Miami comparisons a little bit, because um, you know, a- a- it's not something that I want to discourage mm-hmm. because you know I like that comparison, and people love Hotline Miami, and it's nice to have kind of like uh, a touchstone. Yeah. Um, and I think for sure the the like basic loop is similar that kind of like short levels where you learn the layout mm-hmm. uh you know you you die very easily yeah. but then you restart and you you know feel like a total badass when you when you complete the level um, i think that's something that we were definitely inspired yeah by hotline miami um but i think aesthetically and especially tonally i think we're like steering as far away from <laughs> hotline miami as possible in terms of uh, making something mm, a little absolutely. a little less serious, um. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, it's it's very pretty. Oh, oh no, 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 don't worry. Uh, I think Hotline uh, Miami is quite a, a mature reflection on violence and all these kind of heady topics, and yeah. Angerfoot is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more lighthearted. It's about twerking crocodiles. <laughs> 
But but I mean, what you said, Rob, it's the loop, like the the gameplay feel. It it really does. Like as I was playing it, like capturing B roll and stuff like that. Like it wasn't nobody had said that to me yet. But like I was like, shit, this feels like like when I keep get like when I keep losing in a certain room and I keep coming back and having to figure out how to get through it. Like the way that I have to approach winning the game did feel like it ha- it, it triggered it kind of brought up those same parts of like my gameplay instincts or whatever. But yes, it's much more lighthearted and much less, much less, like you said, a sober commentary on violence. You were going to ask something earlier, JM, and I interrupted. Was I? Yeah, sorry. I got in the way. It's all right. No, it's all right. I've got very little sleep, so I am, I'm very goldfish brained right now. So I bet it was a very good question and you would have loved it. So what are the origins of, uh, of Angerfoot? Where did that come from? Uh, the first jam, I, I kind of had this idea for, I wanted an impromptu FPS game. And Robbie and I just started discussing what we thought that could be. Because uh, I kind of imagined this game where you could pick up items and just throw them at people and kick down doors. And it was all about like kind of mm-hmm. creating... Um, a shooter without the kind of trappings of having to have like fancy reloading or mm-hmm. uh, getting bogged down and you know swapping weapons and all these kind of things. I really wanted people to be like engaged in the environment and looking for stuff to have that kind of real John Wick or Jackie Chan mm-hmm. experience. Um, and we started making it, and kind of our first our first feeling was. We just want the door to fly off its hinges and crush a person on the other end. And as soon as Robbie did that, and it just felt incredible. We were like, okay, the whole game has to be about this now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so. And from there. No, oh, go sorry, ahead. Uh, from there, it was kind of at the end of this little seven-day jam that we had, and, and Robbie and I were talking about what we should call this video game. And we had this joke floating out of Hotline Amsterdam and going back and forth and everything like that. And then we ended up having this whole list of like kick-based things. And there's this one group called Anger Fist. And I was like, oh, why don't we just call it Anger Foot? Because you're kicking things. <laughs> so we'll just call it Anger Foot. And then from there, Robbie like was like, okay, cool. Now everything has to be about the feet. And we we're like, all right, cool. It has to be about the feet now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, base, uh, the origin story is basically we we went away as a company at the end of 2020 to do the seven-day FPS jam, and we spent some time on a farm, and yeah, Luke and I made the original prototype together, and um, I, I think our actual original inspiration was SWAT 4. Has anyone played SWAT 4? I, I know Luke has. Oh, yeah. But uh, we wanted, there was there was some multiplayer some multiplayer code copy pasted from a previous project uh, and we had some loose ambitions of mm-hmm. recreating the thrill of like breaching and clearing a room in SWAT 4 um, yeah like an arcade SWAT 4 and uh, as the week progressed I slowly deleted more and more of the like multiplayer code and <laughs> lost those ambitions very quickly but um, yeah it was just one of those perfect jams where like things are fun from day one and you just keep making it like funnier and stupider and like more um, 
and you're just having a good time and it all works out really well. Um, I had also been working on a strategy game for the past two years and uh, was tired of things that were complicated. And so this was like, a, in some ways, <laughs> at least for me, like a reaction to that and just making the like simplest, like silliest, most fun thing to work on. Like, never mind how much fun it mm. was to play. I just wanted something that was fun to make. <laughs> nice. I think I came into it from a very similar angle where I'd been making games with kind of more complicated uh, loops. And then both Robbie and I were like, whatever, dude, just the most simple thing we can get out. Cut away all of the chaff and just make something that's like focused on the fun. And it turns out that was the winning formula. Nice. I do kind of like you, you said the thing about an arcade software and like my imagination is also like an arcade <laughs> cabinet of anger foot now. Where you've got like a little I thing you that. kick when you want to kick. Oh, man. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about just uh, well, f- and do this in any order, but kind of let people know who you are actually like within free lives. But then maybe can you talk a little bit about just like the game jam, like what that like what that means? Because you said the whole company goes to a farm and like is doing an FPS jam or was it an outside thing? I don't know. Free lives is always fascinating to me the way that y'all function. It's really amazing. Sure. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak about the game jam first, I guess. Um, or I'll speak about myself and then I'll speak about the game jam. Um so yeah, my, my name's Robbie Fraser. Um, I'm a designer and a programmer at Free Lives. Uh, I've been on this show once before, in fact. I don't know like what the record number of appearances is, but uh, oh, there we go. I think it's two. Uh, is, it, is it just me, or is that uh, like a tied record? Anyway. Uh, I think it's just, no. <laughs> I feel like somebody else, but I also black okay. out during well, these, I and I don't remember Jan, any of them. Probably so. the record holder for most forecast appearances. Um, yeah, I think that. But yeah, so Free Free Lives is a is a Cape Town based indie studio, and uh, we're a big believer in game jams, which is sort of like a short, uh, kind of focused, like prototyping phase where you just spend a weekend making something or you spend a week making something and they're often done as like events or competitions where there's like a a theme and a time limit and you submit and that kind of stuff. Um, And one thing that we like to do that uh, is a bit more rare is like do these as kind of like small little holidays in the middle of our existing projects. So um, we like to travel or like go to a wine farm or like you know do little getaways with the team where we just work for a week on like new projects or little prototypes and things kind of to keep us making new ideas even if we have existing projects um that's so cool yeah and so anger angerfoot started as one of those and uh, we we were technically working on something for the the seven day fps jam which is like an annual week-long jam that encourages people to make fps games so that's the reason we started making a shooter in the first Mm. place at all yeah luke cool yeah uh so i'm luke walters i'm an artist and designer at free lives and uh yeah uh, i I don't know if i I, I could say anything more on the game jams Uh, robbie summed it up perfectly 
Nice. I, I just love I just love how I don't know, that just seems like such a wonderful thing to do. Like taking a break from all the other projects and then just doing something creative and fun, keeping keeping the creative fun I mean creative and fun. Like keeping the game making the development process creative and fun and that's just awesome. I think the 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 big thing for us with the game jams as a way of testing things is uh we don't get too attached to any one thing. And this lets us make mm-hmm. a whole many, many, many small, unsuccessful, ugly games. Um, and then kind of weed through them and figure out the ones that really stick to the wall, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it also makes our game ideas a lot smaller. And starting small and growing out from there is a lot easier than starting really big and trying to figure out what the small thing in that that you can actually deliver on. Uh yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Absolutely. and participating in public game jams, like something like Seven Day FPS, where you know people around the world are trying it, is a, it kind of gives you a good excuse to polish something up and get like a little bit of exposure on your first prototype. Um, so mm. it it has mm. a chance of getting some eyes on it and having people play it and getting some feedback that whether people are like it like it or not. You know, you can tell whether it has potential if you get some people to play it it's also super fun that you're not making a game in a vacuum there's all these other people who are also making fps games and you kind of see stuff that people come up with and you're like god why did i think of that that's so cool <laughs> nice uh how many how many nascent projects are there at free lives at any given time like just these kind of Oh, wait, by, by nascent, know. do you mean like failed prototypes or stuff that's in development that we're just keeping under wraps? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I mean both. I mean, I mean, because, you know, you never know when, which, at what point it, you know, becomes, you know, like what, at what point it moves on or, you know, gets scrapped or whatever. But I mean, I guess I'm just like, how many are there kind of simmering at a time? Oh. Or is it kind of a thing where it's concentrated around like a game jam and then you kind of pick from those and kind of move forward. I, 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 I'd honestly say dozens. Because uh, all of the individual people also have their little game jams, some of which have real promise and are kind of ready to be taken into longer longer form or, or larger projects. Uh, and some of them are also these like kind of janky, kind of awesome little games that I don't think will ever get bigger and they don't need to get any bigger. Uh, but they're mm-hmm. complete and they're playable and they're weird um and and that's kind of cool so i mean robbie will if you ever twist his arm will show you through the, the lists of little prototypes that he have that kind of range from a frodo baggins simulator where you on a pogo stick called pogo baggins where you're supposed to pogo towards mount doom in this kind of bennett foddy style challenge another one of my genius um, ideas that unfortunately is never and i mean <laughs> the being deprived and from. so it's like it's a small game yeah so so this is sort of us bringing it to devolver like are you guys interested no, no but but then it'll also go to something like that's a little bit larger so i like, didn't say no <laughs> so so jim and i will and jim's one uh, the other co-worker on um uh, Anglefoot at the moment uh, will work on something like we've got a dodgeball game which is kind of a four player local co-op uh, dodgeball game and 
it's sort of at a state where it's quite cute and we're happy with the end result, but it's not something that we would ever like. Yeah, it needs to simmer for a little bit longer. There needs to be something else there. So, like, that's an example of two kind yeah. of projects that are at a state where they're showable and playable, but they're not our full-time kind of company projects. Yeah. So, it, Free Lives at the moment is kind of operating with little sub-teams almost. Um, so, we have, like, three projects in development mm -hmm. that are kind of teams of four or five people. Um, so, they're pretty small. Um, and we're kind of everything's in like a production phase at the moment, but often these these projects are mm -hmm. not overlapping in that way. Where sometimes people, you know, there'll be one project in production, and there'll be some other people that are just prototyping, just working on whatever, basically bit game jamming full time. Um, and then nice. when things are in production, we we still like to you know get some jams in, um, and just like be creative mm -hmm. and make a lot of kind of silly stuff and sometimes like you can you know Broforce started the same way where there was another project in development and like Evan did a Ludum Dare jam and uh, that just turned out to be more compelling than what he was currently working on so you know eventually just scrapped you know the the first project and moved over to Broforce full-time and you know in some ways sec um, Angerfoot was the same and you know, I think it's nice to, like, uh, not forget how to make something new just because you're stuck in, like, a two, three, four-year development cycle, you know? It's nice to be able to yeah. make new things, you know, on, like, a weekend or, you know, as, like, part of a work retreat, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it just makes us better at making games. Like, we just practice a lot, try new things. Yeah. I, I and I absolutely love that. It's I mean, it just sounds like there's so much freedom to really just explore and, and that I don't know, that just also sounds nourishing to the other projects. Like I feel like taking a break, doing something else for fun and then coming back to a longer term project, I feel like that's gotta be yeah, helpful. For sure. Yeah, for sure. We're also in uh, our company's in a weird space now. We're not normally in this position where we have three active in development games that are all going to become full released games. Yeah, um, we can only talk about two of them so far, right? Uh, well, yes, but uh, I mean, the third prototype that's sort of secret is widely <laughs> publicly available, so I don't know how... <laughs> sure. Like, I, mean, I mean, that's the thing, like, Angerfoot yeah. is already on edge. Yeah. None, um, of our, none of our projects are secret. But it's not going to be the same. not necessarily, like, announced as commercial yeah. projects all the time. But, you know, we do test things publicly yeah. always. So, you know, there's mm. there's never... Yeah. The secrets are never that big in terms of what we're working on because if something hasn't been tested publicly and isn't available, then we don't know if it's good. Yeah, but we are in this super fun position where there's, there's been this strange moment because Terranol is kind of tonally very unlike Angerfoot. And in what way? Uh, you know, just the little things. Yeah. Sorry, it's, go it's, on. <laughs> it's the mobile port. Uh, I think both of them port. are about the environment at the end of the day. Yeah. But the, 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 there's always these funny moments or these tweets that we'll read it and, or comments where it'll be like, I was looking at Terra Null and I looked at Free Lives and then I saw genital jousting and it's like an Agrifoot or something. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I think it's really, really fun that we're able to have that kind of... Um, 
interaction with fans and also that people have this like joy of discovery because uh, <laughs> Free Lives is, is this kind of weird enigmatic company that's never like really had a deliberate outward facing uh, uh, like vision of ourselves persona? or persona like yeah. you can really easily tell a super giant game by it, it, it yeah. just as graphics and its quality and the camera angle and all these kind of things that make it an iconic super giant game but uh, with free lives it, it could be anything yeah yeah i do like yeah. i do like the diversity <laughs> of our projects it's so wonderful i mean it's a tremendous strength i mean you know being a devolver it's like oh free lives wants to show us something there's just no knowing what the fuck is about to happen there's just and every single time no you guys idea. are like it's not bro force 2 that's all we wanted <laughs> oh i um, i think i think the real the genital jousting too is we actually made genital the real, jousting too the real uh, prize it came right out there. before genital jousting one. Oh. <laughs> what it was a what? collaboration with myself and uh Jan-Willem nyman and kitty collis in uh, 2016 Okay, well that okay, that's not that's that okay. We're talking about video games, not <laughs> No, 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 the video game. It was I'm not, uh, I'm not, like, I'm not gonna sharing. I'm not it's gonna very progressive of you guys anymore, but it does exist and uh, it is first person. <laughs> it's it's a sort of weird uh, genital jousting by I... way of minutes where you can only have one minute to enter the butthole. It's it's complicated. Yeah, no, I don't wanna <laughs> drag the good name of minute down with our uh, silly ideas. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'll send you a build sometime if you wanna if you wanna know what General Jousting Two looks like. Great. Nice. Set your expectations. I mean, I don't. I don't. Adam, Adam, yeah. Luke's being very, very generous. Um, I mean, there's just I, I can't. I mean. Sorry, you didn't really ask this as a question, but now I'm like, man, what sequels would I want? I mean, Gorn 2, uh, yeah. I think, would be a thing that Jeez. I would want. Uh, is, was that your first project? Yeah, you yeah. That's I joined the company and I started working on Gorn. It was like my first project out of university. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit nuts. Uh, and also like, oh, man, I remember sitting with, with Ruan when he first released that game. He looked at me and he was like, so we released this game on, on VR, and I don't know who owns VR. So like, you should probably expect like, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand sales max, like lifetime. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, dude. I'm just happy to make video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Gone Gone was crazy. There's so much that I'd love to do with the Gone Two. If we ever got a chance, but nice, yeah. It's, I mean, and yeah, then it ended up being phenomenally successful. It's like one of the top VR games at all, isn't it? I, I don't know the comp competition. I think we, we, we did incredibly well. Um, but I think the Beat Stable, like, reigns supreme. And then, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was uh, but I mean, good that we got it on Quest, because that's where, like, people were unbelievably excited about that yeah yeah it sold like 
million at least on the Quest 2, didn't it? Uh, I think it's... I, I don't, I don't want to say anything that, that it could okay. be corrected, uh, but I think it's uh, probably half that or, or a bit more. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Still a lot for VR. Still a shitload for no, VR. No, it's an it's an absolutely insane amount. And uh, you know, across all consoles, I think we've we've done um, unbelievably more more than we could have ever expected. Yeah. So, what are you guys excited about with Angerfoot? What are you excited about people seeing and experiencing when they play Angerfoot? I think just more. Um... Yeah. You know, we our our plans are not to change the game in any fundamental way. We're not gonna make it, you know, much deeper or you know more complicated than it is. We just want like more enemies, more levels, more jokes, more story, more weapons, more silliness. You know, more skeletons. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, do y'all want to talk about the shoes? Well, where to begin? Well, first, <laughs> the bottom, yes. <laughs> From the sole upwards. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Now I've been loving the shoes. So it's like the, the, it kind of started out as this weird thing where I was like, uh, super into sneakers at that time. I was like, I want a game. It's about Gabba. <laughs> Luke, Luke had cool a, a list of very specific interests that needed to be like <laughs> fundamental yeah, exactly cornerstone. I needed to express. Game. Like from day one, it was like sneakers and like Gabber, and you know that kind of thing. What is Gabber? It's a sort of tough like European electro house. Uh, no, sorry, I shouldn't say oh, house, okay. but it's like it's, it's uh, yeah. hard house music. But it's like one sixty to two hundred BPM. It's like a Okay. Dutch Kinda. hardcore music. Yeah, basically the music in the game. Nice. The the real thing with the shoes is that we gotta get gotta get like a sponsorship deal with Adidas <laughs> yeah. or, or That's Nike what or we're something. secretly Stop playing them against each other. <laughs> and finally, the yeah. Devolver legal oh, team yeah. will stop asking us to remove the shoe logos from the game. Once they're yeah, exactly. official licensed <laughs> products. Um, but me mechanically, I don't know if this is where your question was was steering, but um, there's a bunch of unlockable shoes in the game, um, and there's there's like Each a meta game copyright where you kind of uh, it's almost like you earn achievements. You know, there'll be things like completing x many levels and under a certain amount of time or like killing a hundred enemies with exploding barrels that kind of thing mm -hmm. and then you unlock shoes with like weird and wonderful powers and uh we're kind of just treating those as like optional fun things that make the game easier in some cases make it harder in some cases and make it like just stupider in a lot of cases um so yeah we're, we're definitely planning nice. a bunch more shoes and uh yeah they look nice to collect as well you know the Angerfoot. Loves his shoes. Beautiful. I know some sneaker heads. They live that life. What, what kind of shoes would you like to see in the game, Jam? What kind of shoes would I like to see What's in the game? What's your best um, shoe idea? Heck. Like, what should it look like? And how should it function when you unlock them? So, I, I, 
I went to, uh, I have these really nice leather Renaissance Festival boots that I bought many, many years ago. Uh, and they are green leather thigh-high <laughs> boots. Uh, and that is what my brain came up with in reply to that question. I, I think it's a good idea. And, and what, what medieval power would go along with the green boots? Um... Off the top of my head, like maybe there's a loot smashing sound when you kick a door with these boots on. Oh, like the sound of a coin uh, purse dropping on the ground. They they immediately oh, something make sure, me, yeah. From the way you described them, make me think of Robin Hood, as in the like the Robin Hood boots. Yeah. So you should be like stealing. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be like getting the enemy's weapons when you kick down a door or something, or taking ammo from them or something like that. Nice. Like if you kick them, like it just throws their gun directly into your hand. Yeah. Well, that basically already happens. <laughs> that it turns into a yeah. bow and arrow. Oh, that's not bad either. <laughs> Actually, turns all bullets into bow into arrows would be <laughs> absolutely incredible. Everyone it does nothing else beyond that. Everything like, functions medieval, the same way. They still make bullet holes. Right? It like dials back time and. Uh, yeah. All of the animals, like, you know, wear armor and, like, long medieval dresses, and they have bow and arrows instead of guns. If you wear the... I could reskin all yeah, of the... Just reskin. I could reskin all of the props so that you have, like, ye old fridge and microwave. No, like, <laughs> I immediately regret going down this path. <laughs> We're going to make a very different Agafit in a year's time. It'll be all of this podcast's fault. Anger foot, F O O T E. <laughs> Anger foot, F U umlat T. <laughs> what about Jared? Jared, you got you got a shoe, you got a shoe that comes to mind. I want Paul Stanley's platform boots from Kiss. Okay, I'm I'm gonna Google search that right now. They they should just make the character model slightly slightly taller. Oh, that's the same uh, yeah. ones that Pee Wee Herman uh, yeah, wears. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I don't care what they do. I just. <laughs> There's one pair of shoes I really want, which is a pair of high heels with like a gun in the, in the stiletto. Every <laughs> <laughs> time you kick, a shot goes off. That's the. That's the dream. The gun shoes. Mm-hmm. Disco Stew's aquarium shoes <laughs> from The Simpsons. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you got a very disco uh, focused. We do actually list on, of suggestions. My, on my trailer list. There's a there's a disco shoe idea. I think we it was potentially roller skates. I can't remember, but we wanted it to like oh, change shit. the music oh, yeah. from from hardcore to like disco and like basically like <laughs> when you kick down the door, like a disco starts and the enemies dance uh, instead of attacking you and it's like you know disco lights and stuff. Oh, I'd love to do that, but we got it. <laughs> We've already got the floaties, which is like a pair of Crocs. We need the those big ass <laughs> moon boots that are like, uh, like if you, I don't like three times the size of people's you, feet. <laughs> like if you twist your ankle, those kind of medical boots. Is that is that what Ooh. you mean? That's Good actually, idea. that's actually really. No, no, good. the moon boots uh, were okay. from the '90s, I think, or like the early 2000s. 
Moon shoes? What were they called? I gotta look this up now. We thought it'd be really good to have a sequence of the game where you've kind of broken your leg and you have to have it up on a <laughs> like up above you while you're like riding a wheelchair. That's true. Could man. put one of those uh, <laughs> like the cast. a cast on your foot or something. That's the 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 true shoe that you unlock, the final form. Is there a barefoot option? Uh, or do you think that would make the fan art even more dangerous? So yeah, the <laughs> Actually, fan art's gotten. I think the, the you know that ship spicy. has sailed. But uh, <laughs> we, we're we're uh, dude, these are awesome. Um, I I I'm sort of pro encouraging the the fan art to go where it needs to go. Um, <laughs> the, we have actually modeled the feet, so the feet exist. There's just no way to access them. Except through uh, only <laughs> except for only fans. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> have we're gonna have a link to the Patreon in the bottom corner. Um, we should do like a no shoes shoe. I love the idea because it's funny when you unlock the shoes. There's like a kind of like a an unboxing moment where you get to see your new shoes. I think it would be funny if it just opens and it says no shoes and nothing comes out of the box. And you can equip those. What, what would the power of the no shoes shoe be? Does it like make your feet even less deadly know. than they Maybe currently they just, are? It has like a little like green trail renderer, and they're like really smelly, and like it causes the plot the plants <laughs> the plants to wilt. And like if you like Old plants go wilt. near an enemy, they start like throwing up. I really like the idea of replacing the kick sounds from like a kind of smash with quite a little to like this kind of wet fish sound. It's like like your, your footprints when you walk on the ground are kind of sloppy. You can take damage from broken glass on the ground. Oh man. This is, this is good stuff. No, we're just making, my mind's going wild with like a sort of a die hard style game. <laughs> I like to think that if you are, uh, if you're barefoot, your toes have more freedom as well. Like maybe you're actually able to like manipulate a door handle, and like wearing no shoes is like the polite option. <laughs> Instead of kicking, he just grabs the knob with his feet. We've put a lot of like small things on the floor as well, like cigarette butts and you know little things that you wouldn't be able to pick up otherwise, but now with those free toes, you could probably pick up cigarettes and <laughs> smoke them. Oh, we have, actually have to do a scene where you smoke cigarettes. Cigarettes are kind of too edgy for Angerfoot, though, but I love the idea yeah, of the Angerfoot cigarettes are way too edgy. holding a cigarette with its toes. You could drink a beer yeah, with your feet. That's pretty good. But you could definitely drink the toes, a beer with your feet. The important we need some part. kind of... You know, it needs to... Yeah, you should, yeah, like, yeah. hold a rose or, you know, what else can you put between your toes? <laughs> the the real thing we need to commit to is is like some kind of vape smoking mini game about creating the maximum amount of smoke and I I don't know what that is yet but it needs to happen. I love that. I mean, obviously. I mean, imagine if you were it was like set in a restaurant, right? The, the purpose was to mm -hmm. make everyone else leave. I feel like the anger for like that's out of character for him. I feel like he's quite a wholesome. Uh, that's true. Then, guy a sweetheart. You know, like kicking goons in the face. Yeah, but he 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 does like the big smoke yeah. though. But I think that's just the world he lives in. Right. 
Well, I mean, there's there are vape competitions <laughs> in the world <laughs> that are real things. Uh. That people I'm not, not. I'm not ready for this world. This, po- this podcast has devolved into like our average no, daily like design meeting, where <laughs> we come up with the worst ideas and then um, try to get them in. Oh we, shit! We horseshoes. Actually, so, okay, this is this is now even more like our our actual design <laughs> discussions. But uh, we have a shoe that's in the itch build called the Power Hooves, uh, which is. Kind of a reference to, you know, a certain Australian games company that we like. Um, But we wanted... We wanted to have it so that they would make you kick backwards and also make a neighing sound. Um, So yeah, the the horseshoes are, I think, definitely have to make it in again. Great. Would they turn your feet into like little like mutated? <laughs> it's just his normal green he- human foot with feet? like a horseshoe on the bottom, <laughs> and like a nail <laughs> sticking yeah, through it. The nails poking up through the top. Damn, that is good. The horse, the, horse, the power hooves. A little bit of blood. Ah, oh, okay. Those are definitely so that definitely needs to be done. I think. The the more we don't humanize the anger foot, the more we can have fun by putting things on us, stabbing things through his feet, or maiming him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he's the most human character. Uh, so a big surprise to me uh, when you guys have been talking about anger foot is that there's a story. Sort of. That was meant to be funny. Sort of. <laughs> the story. The story is yeah. a big point of contention at the moment, or it's actually contention is the wrong yeah. word because. Uh, we have a lot of ideas for a story, most of which are kind of way mm-hmm. too expensive to plausibly do. And uh, we change our mm-hmm. mind on a weekly basis over exactly what the story should be. Um, okay. It's expensive because of all yeah, the low capital. Yeah. 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 Uh, hiring the foot models is you know, out of our budget. Um, yeah. It's, it's like Nolan North yeah. as well. It's just so so popular these days yeah, so, I, I don't get yeah, the reference but <laughs> Last of Us remaster coming out sorry he's a voice ah, actor okay, I see, I see. Oh. but yeah we, we want to do more story stuff um, we have some good ideas the last couple of days actually we've been like really trying to settle down on something but um, you know it's it's not ever going to be like a you know, uh, an IGF, yeah, exactly. It's not, not going to win any mm-hmm. awards for like narrative genius, but it's it's more about telling jokes and giving the player a break from the the constant intensity of the gameplay, um, and also just like mm. you know, giving yeah. us a chance to do some world building and have some characters and give the player some goals and and that kind of thing. It's um, you know, it's it strictly makes the game better. Yeah. But, uh, we we found it very hard to figure out exactly yeah. what the story should be and how to deliver it. So, you know, I I think for for, for Robbie and I, it's always been that Shit City is is a fun place to be. It's an interesting. I'm sorry. Where? Oh, uh, the city's called Shit City. Um, <laughs> we 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 mustered all of our best minds to come up with that name. 
really workshopped it. It's perfect. And, it, and it's sort of based on my hometown. And so... <laughs> the... We, we kind of had so much fun thinking about what kind of a world Shit City is and why Angerfoot is kind of motivated the way that he is that we just felt like that that deserves to be told, but we don't want to overdo it. We don't want that to get in the way of people mm-hmm. playing the game, and we don't also want it to be sure. forced. Um, so we just kind of want to have just enough ridiculousness that people feel like, oh, this is meant to be stupid, um, and then kind of let themselves go to have fun with it. Nice. I'm sorry, I'm still reeling from this. <laughs> Wait till you find out what the uh, energy drinks are called. Oh lord! Yeah, we've got to no tweets about this. So, in, in like the can, can I can I say it, Robbie? Yeah, I mean you're welcome to. <laughs> How do, how do, how, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? It's not a family-friendly podcast. Fuck no. Okay, cool. So we called them <laughs> thirst fuckers. Because nothing, oh, yes. nothing fucks thirst yes. like a thirst fucker. <laughs> one of our genius writing moments. Yep. What are, the, what are the riot shields that say F-U-C-K? Oh, no, they say duck. They say duck? Yeah, they've always said duck. But it's actually just... Huh. I don't know why I did this. I wrote like when when I was first coming up with like stuff for the game, I was like, all I cared about was that it was edgy. I just wanted it to be like edgy, <laughs> so I put fuck on the riot oh. shield. And then someone was like, why are ducks carrying a fuck shield? And I was like, all right, it's a duck shield. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I literally just drew a red marker over like the the F with a D. Well, the ducks yeah. are pigeons well, now. Or so weren't, they, weren't they originally pigeons and now they're more duck-like? Which way round is it? No, no, no. It's the other no, way. No, no, no. They, 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 used, were, to be they ducks. used to be ducks, Everyone and now they're pigeons. They were pigeons. So now they are pigeons. And now they are pigeons. <laughs> That's just because. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was just... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, oh, that's just because I was bad at art, but. <laughs> don't, listen, don't listen to those. And I was like, I don't want to tell it myself that way. I need people to think of Don't I'm listen to those inner, inner demons, Luke. Oh, we've seen porn. We know. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Robbie. <laughs> um, the future of ducks in uh, Angerfoot is looking bright. Nice. We hope to see the. Yeah, we hope to see them regain their their honored privilege and status within the. Shit city higher. <laughs> what about uh penguins? Are there any penguins in this game? <laughs> no, but there should be. There absolutely should be. But penguins are too fancy. You know, I would need to think of some kind of wealthy elite. This, they do have funny body shapes, though. I mean, most of our animals are fairly humanoid. You could bust but, into... like, uh, an enemy that waddles like that would be good. You guys familiar with these old toys from like I mean like the eighties or something called Weebles? Weebles. Damn. Their slogan was Weebles wobble oh. but they don't fall down. And it was basically kind of a an yeah, elongated I, I, I egg shaped like toy that. and it would have like like an Ah uh, shit. A, okay. A picture I think of I a had person a penguin, on it, actually. But like the, it was just a weighted egg. Oh my god. And you couldn't it wouldn't stay down. 
like you'd knock it down and you know because the weight was at the bottom of the the egg shape it would just pop back up. i could imagine making an enemy whose head is like a weeple's wobble but he's got like the little he's got like the little face and the little hands that are like tied to his chest and that's where his neck starts <laughs> we could do this with our trash can mimic sh- oh now, now you're giving Whoa. something away <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> That's for the true fans. The little potential That's for the true fans. spoiler of something that we may or may not make. So, you know. Better now, because it's badass. There. <laughs> You're clipping it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we keep on thinking like Anglefoot is the Dark Souls of video games. So... We, need, we needed our own version of the <laughs> <laughs> So we kind of felt like we needed oh, our own chest it. mimics. Mean, oh, okay. Now I'm following you. <laughs> um, I remember when Gungeon added mimics, different types of mimics, like more mimics to the game, and I was just absolutely upset about that i was like no but that does raise the question uh and you know maybe don't answer this if this isn't something you want to give away are there bosses in anger yeah there's even a boss in the steam demo um so you know the the final game will ship with probably at least one boss great (laughs) great but no more than that no it's too much too much work we so we weren't sure whether yeah. the game would work with bosses. Um, so this version that uh, we just launched on Steam, the demo, is the first version that features a boss fight. And mm-hmm. um, I really like it. It was a oh. lot of work to make. Um, but I, I think it's good. So I think we want to we wanna do more, for sure. Nice. Yeah, no, we've been, uh. we've been loving... Honestly, just it did make it way too hard. The to... fun things like bosses and <laughs> to like day one patch the balance. stuff that kind of breaks. Sorry, go ahead. But uh, but anything that kind of breaks up the uh, the regular game loop is just super duper yeah. fun. So we really enjoyed making like that little story scene. Uh, bosses can also be a nice way of just giving people that little bit of extra texture. You know what this game reminds me of also, like who whose games it reminds me of? And I think I said it before, but Terry Vellman. Yeah. Who, by the way, is the only oh, other person who's been okay. on the forecast twice. I finally remembered. Maybe Dose One as well. But, uh, oh, was Terry on three times? Because that's right. Robbie, so you were t- on Terry for, and I were uh, on together for Dustbinders. You were on for... Yeah, and then Terry was also on for... Uh, for uh, maybe High Hell... Or no, no, maybe Sludge Life, uh, and then maybe also for Disc Room. Okay. Uh, yeah, Disc Room. so yeah, I got to catch up to him. Yeah, we did. He might have the record at three. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I I love Terry's games. I mean, I've I've, I've collaborated with him on the aforementioned yeah. Dustbiters. Um, I think he's a great artist and has like a a super good style yeah. and a super good like just vibe. Um, and yeah. I think Sludge Life in particular was like a, a big inspiration, um, at least for me. I don't know about the others, probably, but um, 
for kind of like the world building. Like I love just like the characters and the world of Sludge Life. Um, and then High Hell as well was something that, yeah. um, you know, I, I liked the idea of and thought it had some like, some brilliant things about it that, you know, could be even better with like a larger budget. Um, so yeah, I know I mm, enjoy Tears yeah. games a lot. Well, you, yeah, when you guys were talking about like, you know, uh, a vaping mini game or, you know, things to kind of break up the, the rhythm of the gameplay loop, it, it brought up in my mind high hell, like those weird ass loading sequence <laughs> games that he had in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of high hell. The bet, the we want to, if we can, kind of do little homages to some of our favorites, uh, of Terry Vollman and Hotline Amsterdam, Hotline Miami and just as send-ups because Sludge Life was also like a pretty big influence especially when it comes to the kind of layers of slime on everything Sludge Life <laughs> felt super duper in line with our we vision. should do we should steal the yeah. best idea from High Hell and make it that you have to jump off the building at the end of every level <laughs> <laughs> that was good I support this Nice. Well, we're at about uh, our our time. Uh, is there anything that you guys feel needs to be shared about Angerfoot or anything at all that that um, we haven't I guess covered? Just just uh, you know, follow us on Discord on the Free Lives Discord. Um, I don't know what the link is. I think it's discord.gg forward slash Free Lives. <laughs> free Lives. Probably, uh, there is a link. We there's a link in the Devolver yeah, Discord. But there's to there's a the there's a Discord demo well. up on Steam. It's free. If you like, there's a trailer on YouTube. You know, check out the game if you haven't had a look yet. That's basically. Are y'all, are y'all planning to keep I the demo so. up for a while? Uh, I think we're gonna keep it up until we to launch. Wonder tells us it's a bad idea to keep it up. Then maybe we'll have to take it down. <laughs> but we don't. I think we're. I think. I I think we've been leaning more into demos in recent years, um, just because the I I mean I personally love demos. I think it's always smart to do a demo mm. unless you've got a bad game. Then don't do a demo. Um, but so you know, for y'all, I think a demo is great. Uh, I didn't do the snarky joke because those have not been landing today. <laughs> uh, now that we're primed for it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think that's wonderful. <laughs> I fucked it up. Um, well, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, the demo is available on Steam and there's people chatting in the Free Lives Discord. Do not, I'm sorry, I do want to say, do not Google uh, Angerfoot fan art unless you are ready for pornography. I uh, am going to look that up now. Just any, I have seen any it, but I'm wondering if it actually comes up in the Google search. Basically any any game, any movie, as soon as you include the word fan art, Damn. you're rolling the dice. I haven't got any pornography, but there's some um, thick boys. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> 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 not guaranteeing pornography. It's not a guarantee. <laughs> it's a warning. Uh, 
What an awesome pair of cheeks. <laughs> um, I'm going to post this. <laughs> <on Twitter. laughs> send, send whatever. Oh, I'm going to save and, it now. And send whoever the artist is. Uh, maybe that'll be the image for this uh, this week's episode. <laughs> uh, I'm going to save this image. <laughs> this oh, is terrific. I'm going to pop this into the chat. It's <laughs> that. Is it? Did, is it there now? Oh no, that's something Jared posted. Oh, no, those are the oh, moon those are, boots. Those are moon boots, man. <laughs> those are the moon boots. Okay, I was like, what am I looking at? This is not a. Those thick are some boy. thick cheeks, boy. <laughs> those aren't thick cheeks. I'm dis disappointed. Okay, look at those. Right, look well, at those. Hold on, up before you run me. away. Oh, oh that's so okay. good. I love that. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> he does squats, right. man. <laughs> yeah, he does. Now, one thing the Angerfoot definitely does is leg day. <laughs> yeah, one thing he has never skipped is <laughs> leg day. Such power. Well, thanks for being here, you guys, and for chatting with us about Angerfoot and Free Lives and yourselves. We appreciate your time. Thanks so yeah, much for having us, JM and Jared. This yeah, is great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and um, I don't want to do the thing, Jared. I don't want to do the thing. So don't. Yeah? yeah. All right, I'm not going to do the thing. All right, beautiful. All right. I love it. <laughs> Is that your way of just saying that I'm just going to end the call and uh, Robbie and I will just be left here, like, kind of looking at each other? <laughs> no, I was trying to avoid doing the thing where I was like, if you want to follow Devolver Digital on Twitter, you can okay. follow Devolver uh, Digital on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital, Devolver Digital dot, or Discord dot Devolver Digital, what, Discord dot GG slash Devolver I already Digital. plugged free lives. So, We're on Instagram. You know, it's kind of like you did the thing earlier. Yeah, I just want to say yeah, how it's true. impressive that was. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that oh read was... That I could get the Discord wrong three times that fast. <laughs> yeah. But you did it with that style. I was compelled. Auctioneers. In another life. Oh yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, that's the highest compliment I've ever been paid. Thank you very much. I was raised by the micro machines, man. You guys remember the micro? What machines? are those little military mind. toys? They were military. They were just any kind of car. I mean, they did have some that were like tanks. Oh and yeah, stuff. But the guy on the Micro Machines yeah. commercial like was this guy who like talked super fast and like that was the whole bit is like that he would talk about these like tiny cars. He's like, oh, you can race them around the track super fast. No, if it's not Micro Machines, it's not the real thing. That was the anyway. All right, show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Thanks, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Oh.